I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Coming to you from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, Scott Seidenberg here with you. It is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. As week 11 in the NFL has come to a close with Monday Night Football tying a bow on it with the Giants going to Tampa Bay. I love it. They tweeted out a picture of uh, a Giants football player on a boat saying, you know, they're they're invading the, the seas, you know, to take on the, the Buccos. Uh, yeah, how'd that work out for you? Uh, Tampa Bay winning 30-10 to over the Giants. The Bucs snapped their two-game losing streak. They cover the spread here on Monday night. The game does go under the posted total. Tom Brady going over his passing yardage prop, passing for 307 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Daniel Jones didn't even come close to his 167 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions for Daniel Jones. Uh, Leonard Fournette, over 25 and a half receiving yards, was my favorite prop bet of the game. He had six catches for 39 yards. Thank you, regular season Lenny. Uh, Mike Evans led the way with 73 yards and a touchdown. Gronk had 71 yards. Chris Godwin, 65 and a touchdown. And for the Giants, they were led by Kadarius Toney, who had seven catches for 40 yards. He also tried to throw a deep pass that looked like it was going to be a pass interference call, but the officials got together and decided that just some feet getting tangled up, no pass interference was called on that play. So the Bucks beat the Giants 30-10. to 10, And with Tom Brady throwing for 307 and two touchdowns and an interception, 
he most likely takes over as the MVP favorite. We know that Josh Allen certainly takes a step back off of his performance on Sunday. Brady, who was the second favorite, will probably take his place as the number one favorite. And then you look at the standings. This was an important victory for the Tampa Bay Bucks because with the Saints dropping three straight games, and I talked about this, because the Bucks, they 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 got a gift with the Saints losing these three straight. Because with a win now, they have solidified themselves in first place in this division and the likely winner of this division, even if they should lose another game to the New Orleans Saints, who seem to have owned them in the regular season. But this is a different Saints team right now without Jameis Winston. Bucks are seven and three. Saints are five and five. Panthers are five and six. Falcons are four and six. So this is the Bucks division now. And you look at the rest of the NFC. This Bucks team is the favorite to represent the NFC, is the favorite to go to the Super Bowl. Can they overtake the 9-2 and two Cardinals and get themselves the first round bye? Here's the remaining schedule for the Bucks. They have the Colts coming up, then at the Falcons, home against the Bills, home against the Saints, at the Panthers, at the Jets, and home against the Panthers. They will be favored in every single one of those games. You look at the Bills game, that could be a close spread. Obviously, you know, Buffalo is definitely taking a step back. So maybe, uh, the, you know, the Bucks certainly being at home will be favored in that game, but they'll be favored at the Colts, favored at the Falcons, favored at home against Buffalo, favored at home against the Saints, favored at Carolina, at the Jets, and favored at home. I'm not saying this team is going to win out but they have a really good chance to do so. And whereas you look at the Arizona Cardinals and they have the Bears, Rams, Lions, Colts, Cowboys, Seahawks, if there's a way that the Cardinals can drop two games and the Bucs win out, and we're talking about the Bucs being the number one seed in the NFC playoffs, and the Bucks getting that first round bye. And, you know, that's probably the biggest reason why the Tampa Bay Bucks are the favorite to win the Super Bowl and the favorite to represent the NFC, whereas the 9-2 and two Arizona Cardinals are not the favorite in their conference. You know, it, they're not. The Bucks are plus 275, Cowboys plus 400, Cardinals plus 450, Packers plus 450. And to win the Super Bowl, Bucks plus 600, Chiefs plus 750, Bills plus 800, Rams plus 900, Cardinals plus 900. So they're a ways down. Despite having the best record in the NFL, they are a ways down. And, and really, let's try and figure this out. Who is the best team in the NFL? I don't know right now. You can say that it's the Arizona Cardinals because this team has won two of their last three games without Kyler Murray, which is tremendous. They get Kyler Murray back, and you should be able to win the majority of your games. The Green Bay Packers are 8-3, and three, and you look at their losses, the loss to the Chiefs without Aaron Rodgers, and this past week to Minnesota on the final field goal, I could brush those aside. The one loss in week one to the Saints, that was a team that was not prepared. 
We know that dealing with a lot of stuff in the offseason. Rodgers not practicing. Rodgers doesn't know if he's going to play or not. Let's see how they do now against the Rams, against the Ravens, a revenge spot against the Vikings. But this is a Packers team that could very easily be the number one seed in the NFC. And I look at them, and I actually think that they might be the best team. Cowboys, don't know what to think about them. Best team in a bad division. That loss to the Chiefs was not flattering. The loss to the Broncos certainly was bad. Now, they don't really have any tests coming up. The game at home against the Cardinals will be an interesting one. Certainly, playoff seeding could be on the line, but I don't think they're going to lose this division. Patriots in the AFC East love the way they're playing football. I'm not a believer in the Buffalo Bills. Ravens, they get the job done. They appear to be the class of that AFC North. The Titans, without Derrick Henry, I I, I don't know. I don't know what the Titans are going to be. And maybe the loss to the Texans is just the first in a line of starting, you know, this team starting to come back down to earth in the second half. Or maybe they band together. Maybe this team keeps winning. Big test coming up against the Patriots, though. So as the playoff picture starts to take shape, as we approach Thanksgiving, I'm starting to see which teams are going to separate themselves from the pack. And I think it's very difficult right now to pick a Super Bowl winner. The Bucs, I understand why they're favored. The Chiefs, I understand why people are getting very optimistic about them. The Cardinals are up there because of their record. The Bills, I don't know why they're up there. The Rams, they're an attractive team. Cowboys, you know they're going to win their division. Tell me why Packers at plus 1,000 is not a great bet right now. Patriots at plus 1,400, an attractive bet right now. So this is kind of where I'm trying to figure things out as we do approach Thanksgiving and we're into the second half of the season and we're going to soon be in December and then the playoff push will be on in the NFL. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You can follow me on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. In terms of the uh, other awards, right, we know Brady is probably going to be the favorite for the MVP, but I tweeted out, and, and again, you follow me at Scott's on air. Why Josh Allen was still a top favorite. And when I compare him to someone like Kirk Cousins, which I did on last night's show, it's really interesting because Cousins actually, in my opinion, has better numbers. I mean, think about this. Josh Allen, a 65.7 completion percentage. Kirk Cousins, a 68.2 completion percentage. Allen has thrown for 2,881 yards. Cousins, though, 2,775. You have 
Allen with 21 touchdowns. Cousins with 21 touchdowns. Allen has thrown eight interceptions, while Cousins has only thrown two. But yet, Josh Allen is the second, the first favorite. Well, before tonight's game, will probably be the second favorite after the game. And Kirk Cousins is plus 4,000. You know, Tom Brady probably going to win this thing if he just continues to have the season that he's been having. And after this performance where he throws for over 300 yards, you know, you look at Brady, he's fifth in the league in passing, but Brady has thrown 27 touchdowns. That's the most in the NFL. And he's only thrown seven interceptions. It's got to account for something. And we'll see what he does moving forward. But I think, as I said a couple of weeks ago, before Brady took a step back, it seems like I jinx everybody every week. But it is Brady's award to lose right now. Mahomes, I think, is attractive. But I thought he was going to be attractive after that Raider game and have an opportunity to do something against the Cowboys. And he did nothing against the Cowboys. So I think it's Brady's award to lose. And the NFC, I think, is just wide open. I don't necessarily think the Bucs are head and shoulders above the field. Once again, I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's On Air. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. 
Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of The Look Ahead is brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Wintergreen, Citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head on over to Zinn.com find to locate a store near you. That's Z-Y-N.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Scott Seidenberg here with you. It is the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network, as we look ahead to week 12 in the NFL, which will get underway on Thursday with three games on Thanksgiving. The three games on Thanksgiving, the Bears at the Lions, with the Bears a three-and-a-half-point road favorite. The Raiders at the Cowboys, with the Cowboys laying a touchdown at home. And the Buffalo Bills at the Saints in the nightcap with the Bills laying four and a half on the road. Uh, at first glance, uh, I think I go with all three home teams. I think the Lions have a chance to beat the Bears. Lions at home on Thanksgiving as an underdog. You know, traditionally, that's a popular bet. And, you know, um, I think that the way that they have played, uh, it's, hey, they played tough this year. It hasn't been good, obviously, 
the past couple of years. We know that. The Lions have had their um have had their fair share of disappointments. Okay. And the instinct, of course, would be to bet them as the home the home dog, which I kind of think that this season maybe it happens. But the Lions have had a bad record. Um, they're 4-0 against the spread as Thanksgiving favorites. But they're 2-10 against the spread as underdogs with opponents winning all 12 matchups and covering by 9.8 points. Fading the Lions has covered 83% of the time, which is pretty crazy. Uh, The favorites on Thanksgiving since 2005 are 32-14 and against the spread. So that's covering at 70% by 4.7 points. And yes, it's very... Interesting numbers about Thanksgiving favorites. I get it. However, this season has been dominated by the dogs. In fact, the road dogs have done it the majority of the time. But it's been dominated by the dogs. Road teams have obviously done well. So if you like all three road teams, road teams have done well in the NFL. But the underdogs have done extremely well. So traditionally, yes, I get it. The favorites have done well on Thanksgiving. The Lions as an underdog recently have not. But in an NFL season that has been dominated by dogs, perhaps Lions at home plus three and a half is the move. Perhaps Saints at home plus the four and a half is the move. Perhaps the Raiders plus the seven is the move. Andy Dalton likely going to start the game for the Bears. And uh, it could be Tim Boyle again. In for Jared Goff. Boyle was 15 of 23 for 77 yards and two interceptions against the Browns. But also in that game, Lions defense was up to the task. Lions defense played hard. Browns didn't impress. That was a close game. At home on Thanksgiving, maybe a little bit of pride. Allen Robinson might not play for the Bears. Khalil Mack is done for the season. And so, hey, Bears are banged up. And they'll probably just rely on David Montgomery to run the football. If the Lions defense can stop him and they force Andy Dalton to beat you, maybe you get some good play from your Boyle. It's going to be interesting to see what happens on Thursday night. And then as for the Cowboys and the Raiders, um, Amari Cooper still on the COVID list. CeeDee Lamb is out. He's in the concussion protocol. Left tackle Tyron Smith could be out. Randy Gregory, Demarcus Lawrence, they're missing. I know the Raiders have been bad. Out of their bye week, their offense is non-existent. They scored 16 points, 14 points, and 13 points against the Giants, Chiefs, and the Bengals. 
They've lost all three games, and every opponent has seemingly gotten right against them. Favorites of a touchdown or more on Thanksgiving are 16-3 and three against the spread. Very interesting. Road Thursday dogs. Here's an interesting trend. Road Thursday dogs coming off multiple home games are 15 and 30 against the spread. The Raiders are coming off how many home games in a row? Raiders are obviously coming off multiple home games in a row, but the Raiders were home for uh, two straight games, just the, Chief, uh, just the Chiefs and the Bengals. So they would fall into this category 15 and 30 against the spread. Thursday road dogs and favorites on Thanksgiving of a touchdown or more, 16 and 3 against the spread. The nightcap, I don't know what we're going to get from the Buffalo Bills. I'm not a believer in them. Could I think the Saints should turn to Taysom Hill at quarterback. He just signed a big deal. It's actually a really interesting deal because it's a four-year contract that pays him based on the position that he plays. So he gets $22.5 million in guarantees. He'll make up to $40 million over the next four years if he remains as a backup quarterback slash running back, wide receiver, tight end, special teams. If he becomes the Saints' starting quarterback, this contract could be worth up to $95 million. That's very interesting. I feel like the Saints would be better off right now with Taysom Hill at quarterback as opposed to Trevor Simeon. Hill is more dynamic. He could do more things offensively. Maybe your passing game suffers a little bit, but your running game absolutely gets a boost. And that's where I think this Saints team can take advantage of the Buffalo Bills. The Bills looked terrible against Jonathan Taylor last week. He ate them up. 185 yards and four touchdowns. Collectively, the Colts ran for 264 yards. The Saints should run, run, run. And if you're going to do that, that means Taysom Hill at quarterback. Run the read option, run the wildcat, and, you know, put a hat on a hat, 11 on 11, and let Taysom Hill run the football. Let Mark Ingram run the football. Don't know if Kamara's going to play or not. But that's the recipe for beating this Bills team. So if the Saints go with Taysom Hill, if the Saints go with this rushing attack, I like them to cover this line on, on Thursday night.
I like them to win this game on Thursday night as the home dog. But they have to go to the running game. That's the way that they're going to beat this Buffalo Bills team. It could be a get-right spot for the Bills. But this is a desperate game for the Saints as well, coming off three straight losses and seeing their playoff chances slip away. Possibly a little bit desperation for the Bills, although the Bills know they still have these two games with the Patriots that will determine their division. A little more pressing for the New Orleans Saints. Our very own Mike Pritchard will join me next, right here on The Look Ahead on VEASAN. This is the Nightcap on VSIN. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Black Friday offer is here right now when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special. You'll also receive a $20 credit to the VSIN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry! This is a limited-time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vcin.com slash subscribe. Scott Sadenberg back here with you. It is The Look Ahead on vcin, the sports betting network. We welcome in now our very own host of Betting Across America here on vcin, former NFL wide receiver Mike Pritchard. And Pritch, you know, Tom Brady did enough on Monday Night Football. 300 passing yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. He was the second favorite for the MVP coming into this week, but Josh Allen certainly has taken a step back. No one really else has taken a step up. Would you say this is Brady's award to lose right now? <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine when it comes to MVP, man. It, it goes every which way, each and every week, I think. You know, any anytime Brady steps on the field, though, we're going to see this. We're going to see precision. We're going to see perfection. We're going to see them execute. I mean, he just demands that. Uh, and if they if they fall short of that, then his track record of getting everybody everybody back uh, online or in line and, and and up to par. I mean, it, it's uncanny. The guys never. What the last time they were talking about it during the broadcast? The last time he lost three games in a row was back in two thousand and two. <laughs> so. I mean, it's really ridiculous what what this man has done to the game of football from the quarterback position. Uh, it's so demanding, uh, and and all of them. I played with three Hall of Famers. All of them try to. They always try to uh, strive for perfection. Uh, this guy achieves it, but then he finds other ways to to look for other uh, avenues of perfection, and he and he he just seeks it out, and he's, it's it's incredible to watch. You know, speaking about those old Patriots teams, there's a lot of similarities, Pritch, between this year's Patriots team and that 2001 Patriots team in which Brady came in early on for Drew Bledsoe. Thank you, Mo Lewis. As a Jets fan, I'll thank you, Mo Lewis, every time. Um, and, and that's sarcastic, obviously, because it's just it's yeah. go figure. You know, Mo Lewis as a Jet is the reason why Tom Brady has this career. But anyway, um, <laughs> but that 2001 team very similar to this year's Patriots team in terms of the rushing yards per game and the defensive statistics that we've seen from this year's Patriots team. We all know what happened with that Pats team in 2001. They go on to win their first of many Super Bowls. Does this year's Patriots team have that same character 
and what it takes with, you know, it wasn't a rookie quarterback, but it was essentially a rookie in Tom Brady. Now it's a rookie in Mac Jones. You know, uh, maybe, maybe. I, I'm, I, I'm still waiting to see them, um, Scott, in an in a adverse situation. Like, uh, everything has been going easy for them during the turnaround, uh, or they're making it look easy for sure. Uh, which happens, but you, you know, they got some tough games in front of them, uh, you know, in the division to uh, Bill Belichick. He's an amazing coach. He really is. Uh, he gets the most out of uh, players. Uh, I call it, he gets disciplined, passionate overachievers. Now, if he finds those talent, talented overachievers, I mean, he hits it out of the park, uh, but he just gets so much out of players. It's, it really is uh, incredible to think about like the buy-in, that that he gets. I talked to Chad Brown, who played there. I talked to Junior Seau, who played there before, uh, and they all said the same thing. It's like the standard is different, and and I feel like a younger, new player when I got there. You know, Chad Brown was on the tail end of his career. You know, same thing with Christian Fourier. I mean, all these guys, once they got to New England, they felt revitalized. They felt like re- rejuvenated. They felt like their career was starting over just because of the standard that they have up there. Uh, let's take a look now at the entire league as a whole. And is there one team that you think, and it might, maybe it's the Arizona Cardinals, even though I'm maybe not buying in as much as I should be, but is there one team right now that you think, Pritch, is separating themselves from the pack? Or is this still a case where there's five or six teams that could win the Super Bowl this year? I think there's five or six. I think I think it's wide open, in particular the AFC. Now, there's one team, and we highlighted it on the show today, Betting Across America, that maybe it's a buy-low spot. Um, I, I talked to Jonathan Von Tobel about it. Uh, he bought low uh, when the Colts were 40-1 to one to win the AFC. Mm. You look at the Colts right now, they're 18-1. to one. Uh, And the last eight games, Scott, the last eight games, they're 6-2. and two. Uh, The two losses were in overtime. I mean, this team is averaging in the last three games well over 30 points a game, uh, and they're and they're disciplined, like low penalized team. I think they're the second least penalized team in the National Football League with a high uh, plus turnover margin too. So they're playing complete football. They're playing great football. They're executing. They're getting healthier too, which which I think um, if you look at the start of the season for them, 0 and 3. That was a big concern, the surgery to the quarterback, the surgery to Nelson. Uh, surgery is all over the place, but this team's getting healthy and they're executing playing well right now. And Jonathan Taylor is probably oh. going to win Offensive Player of the Year. I mean, he has been incredible. And by the way, how inc- how incredible was Derrick Henry that it mm-hmm. just took until this Sunday for Jonathan Taylor to surpass Derrick Henry as the NFL's leading rusher, and Henry hasn't played in a couple of weeks. So putting things into perspective here. But, yeah, Jonathan Taylor has been amazing. And I actually think that if you look, and let's fast forward now to Thanksgiving on Thursday, if you look at what the Colts did to the Bills, that's got to be the recipe for the New Orleans Saints on Thursday night. And if they're going to utilize that recipe, which is run, 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 I think they need to move to Taysom Hill at quarterback. Do you think that's the move for the New Orleans Saints moving forward is to go with Hill at quarterback over Simeon? I tell you what, if Simeon keeps uh, turning the ball over and making the mistakes, uh, it's like the game doesn't start for the Saints until the third quarter. Yeah. In the third quarter offensively, right? Because of all the mistakes and and how slow they start. Yeah, I mean, Kamara in there, if you need to 
uh, get to some uh, play action stuff or some RPO stuff or read option stuff, then, then certainly put Taysom Hill in there. Uh, and, and Buffalo, they're just not a tough football team. I don't know how they flipped the switch from being finesse to all of a sudden being tough. Uh, and, and that's their downfall right now. I, McDermott's doing all he can to kind of get that motor started in that way for the Buffalo Bills. But I, I, I don't know if it's too late for that because I, I, I've never been in a situation where, you know what, let's wake up today and be tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got to be part of your DNA, and, and certainly that's missing for Buffalo at this point. Uh, is this the week that the Lions get their first win at home on Thanksgiving against Andy Dalton and the Bears? I tell you what, uh, Matt Nagy and, and the Bears <laughs> with one foot out the door up there, man. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I this this kind of feels like, I mean, even the bookmakers are telling you that this was a favorite week for Detroit uh, to get um, the, their first victory. I mean, they came close against Pittsburgh, obviously got the tie. But, I, I mean, it, it would just be dubious. It would just be so frustrating and, and debilitating in terms of the, that franchise, Scott, to be 0-16 and, and then go 0-16-1. Hmm. I mean, I, I don't know if they would ever, ever recover from that. So I, I think they're going to put everything into this basket, which is Thanksgiving, knowing that they have the first game, everybody's around the table eating uh, that, hey, look, we're going to go out there and play well against Chicago. And, and listen, as far as the Lions go, I, I don't even know how they improve this thing. Because if they're going to have the number one overall pick, you know, drafting Kayvon Thibodeau, who's he should be the number one overall pick, he's the best player in this draft. Uh, he's a difference maker, we know, on the defense. But how much does that help a Lions team? It, it doesn't. You know, they need, they need a lot of changes. I think if the Lions have the first overall pick, they probably should trade it, to be honest with you. I want to place a bet on Kayvon Thibodeau to be the number one overall pick. I really do, Pritch. But mm-hmm. if it's the Lions who have that pick, I don't think they make that. I, I agree with you. I, I agree with you. I, and there's nothing wrong with trading it away. It's just that the thing about it, Scott, is they need a quarterback. They need a franchise yes. quarterback. The offense yes. not it. Uh, and, but they also, I mean, I think offensive line, they, they have the foundation to have a pretty good offensive line. Uh, they need skilled positions galore. But you're right. It, it starts with an edge. If you can get that on defense, uh, they try to build from the secondary up front, which is, Ludicrous to me. Yeah, Jay, uh, the Okuda pick was not a good pick. No. Oh no, no. Yeah. Why? Do, how do you build from the secondary nope. to the, the front? It, it, everybody knows in the league that you build from the front out, uh, and so that's why the Lions are in this situation. Uh, but they they need to address that that defensive front for sure. Uh, real quick, in about thirty seconds or so, thoughts on the Cowboys Raiders Thanksgiving game. Looking forward to that one. Um, I, I, I think the Raiders uh, have proven a lot of people right in terms of doubting them. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think this team's about to fall apart, to be honest with you. So maybe an opportunity for uh, any Dallas Cowboy backers out there. Yeah, Cowboys maybe getting right. Uh, I think I saw a stat yeah. that favorites of a touchdown or more on Thanksgiving, Pritch, have mm-hmm. a record of, oh, I got to find it. Anyway, it's really good. 16 and 3. 16 and <laughs> okay. 3 ATS. Okay. There it is. That is pretty good. Yeah. That's really good. I appreciate the conversation. I'll talk to you soon. And a happy Thanksgiving if I don't talk to you before Thursday. God, happy Thanksgiving. Look forward to it, man. Awesome. There he is. Mike Pritchard, our very own host of Betting Across America, former NFL wide receiver, joining me, Scott Seidenberg, right here on The Look Ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN, the sports betting network. We have a new prop tracker now available on vsin.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to vsin.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now. 
at vcin.com slash NFL. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It is the look ahead here on vcin, the sports betting network. We talked about this a little bit last night. I wanted to recap it, but the most popular trend in the NFL this season hitting at over a 73% clip, which is just incredible, is short road underdogs. And what I mean by that is a road underdog of seven points or less. And there are a bunch of them this week. On the season, underdogs in the NFL on the road of seven points or less are 51 and 19. 51 and 19. Here are the teams that qualify this week. The Raiders at the Cowboys on Thursday as a seven-point dog. On Sunday, the Jets at the Texans, now two and a half points. The Titans at the Patriots, five and a half. Steelers at the Bengals, three and a half. Rams at the Packers, one. Vikings at the 49ers, three. Browns at the Ravens, four. Seahawks at Washington, one. Of those short road underdogs, which ones are the best bets? I think it's hard to bet on the New York Jets, uh, but the Texans coming off that win, maybe this is a time to fade them. And the Jets could get Zach Wilson back, but if not, I kind of didn't hate the way Joe Flacco played last week for them. They lose to the Dolphins, yes. We know this is not a good football team. They're still growing under head coach Robert Sala. But Flacco threw for 291 yards, two touchdowns, and zero interceptions. It was a good game. So I think that if Flacco starts for them once again, I think they have a shot here against the Texans. That's just under a field goal at two and a half. Titans at the Patriots. They got a chance. Tennessee has played really well this season, but I don't want to bet against this Patriots team. I'm very high on this Patriots team. I love the way they've been playing football, especially defensively. Uh, And they're at home. Maybe not that one. Steelers at the Bengals. I I, kind of like like the Steelers, especially north of a field goal. I do like it. I think it's a tough divisional game. They keep it close. The Steelers have been keeping games close. Uh, And so I, I, you know, and plus the Bengals don't really do it for me. Uh, The game against the Raiders really wasn't that impressive. um, And they're coming off a couple of losses. So uh, before that Raiders game. So I would kind of lean towards the Steelers in that one. Rams at Packers is going to be a great game. Just a great game. Best way for me to play that game is just teasing up the Rams, getting them to north of a touchdown, uh, to be honest with you. Vikings at the 49ers, I absolutely love. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the 49ers. I've been fading them. And I've been talking up Kirk Cousins all week now. And he's having a tremendous season. They need to feed off of that energy that they just got by beating the Green Bay Packers and looking at the playoff standings in the NFC. They are currently your sixth seed at five and five. They can keep this momentum going, win a win a win a game here that they're underdogs in. They would certainly 
it would help because the 49ers are also 5-5 five and five right in that playoff mix. So a big game coming up on Sunday. I like the Vikings plus the points. Browns at the Ravens. Hard for me to trust the Browns with a banged-up Baker Mayfield, uh, who at this point, you know, watching that game last week against the, against the, Bear, the Bears, I'm thinking to myself, why is why are why do they still have him in the game? You know, like like uh, not against the Bears, it was against the uh, the Lions. Excuse me. And I'm thinking, why is he still in this game? You know, why? Get Case Keenum in. Let Case Keenum, you know, try and and win this football game. Uh, but Baker Mayfield hasn't looked good. Team hasn't looked good. Yes, they get Nick Chubb back, uh, but still, something's just not right with this Cleveland Browns team. So I can't trust them, uh, plus the four against the Ravens. Then you got the Seahawks. I'd love to bet the Seahawks. I really would, because Washington's not a great football team. But I also thought the Seahawks were going to be a good bet last week against the Cardinals. And I thought the Seahawks were going to be good, you know, the, the, the week before that. Um, it's just, it's you want to talk about a disappointing season. You got Pete Carroll walking out of press conferences and then having to come back in. And uh, as much as I think Seattle could be the move, um, I don't know. I just feel like both of these teams I can't bet on. So might just pass on that game. But out of these short road dogs, which are hitting at 51 and 19 this season, I think a couple of them have really good opportunities to cover the number on a Sunday and, and maybe even on Thursday at the Raiders. But like we talked about with Mike Pritchard last segment, the Raiders look like a broken team right now and a team that you, you, you want to just, at certain points, you, you get in through a season and a team starts losing games and it's just a matter, it's, it's just an understanding or a realization that the season is lost. That they're not going to the playoffs or, you know, in college football, you're not going to a championship game and or not going to a bowl game. And in that situation, I like betting against those teams. I call it the uh, step on their throat kind of thing where if they're if they're done you know you step on their throat and you finish them I think the Raiders are one of those teams that now is the time where we're going to fade the Raiders step on their throats and uh, they're not going to show signs of life here on the road against the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving and it would not surprise me and it's crazy that I'm even saying this because it was only a couple of weeks ago. And, it, uh, yeah, it was b- before the Raiders lost this three-game. They had this three-game losing streak, right? It was only a couple of weeks ago that I was touting Derek Carr as a potential MVP candidate. I thought his he was, at that point, maybe second in the league in passing, uh, and the Raiders were in first place, and I thought, hey, if Derek Carr can continue this stretch, why not put a flyer on him to win the MVP? Fast forward to a couple of weeks. Seeing where we are now, it would not shock me 
if Marcus Mariota is taking snaps for this Raiders team. And maybe that makes them a little more dynamic. Maybe it makes them difficult to defend because Mariota, we know, can do things with his legs. And because right now, and, and unfortunately, the loss of Ruggs has shown the past couple of weeks because the Raiders receivers are not creating separation. Derek Carr is not finding them down the field. And this team, I hate to say it, but Rich Passaccia is probably not going to get the job now. After a couple of weeks ago, it looked like he could maybe get this job full-time. I think the Raiders are going to be in a position next season to just completely start over. And it could mean new head coach, new general manager, Mike Mayock. It could also mean new quarterback as well. And it could be a new regime, and Derek Carr will not be the quarterback of the Raiders moving forward. I'm telling you, I wouldn't be shocked if we see uh, a Marcus Mariota showing. And maybe it's Thursday against the Cowboys, but um, yeah, I think they're a team that we're certainly going to play against here moving forward. So that means that I don't necessarily like the Raiders as part of that short road dog trend of teams that have covered so much this season, 51 and 19. But some of those other ones, I really do like. Again, I'll recap. Raiders, Jets, Titans, Steelers, Rams, Vikings, Browns, Seahawks all qualify as the short road dogs of seven points or less, which have covered, again, 51 times and have not covered just 19 times this season. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You follow me on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Coming up next, we'll get into the college football schedule for this week. It's The Look Ahead here on VSIN. the sports betting network the vsin experts live and breathe sports betting and we've assembled the best team here in vegas the gambling capital of the world our unique approach helps you learn how to become a better handicapper we go beyond picks and predictions to discuss the nixon 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 predictions to the Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.